Chapter Zero, Defining Psyche and Psychology. I am human, therefore nothing human is able to Terence, I am, therefore nothing that has existed, exists now, never will exist, is alien to me. The primary ontological assumption of complexity ontology is a psychological application of the complexity paradigm. This assumption is that all phenomena are fundamentally processes as opposed to static objects of the Newtonian scientific paradigm. These fundamental processes bond in feedback loops on the smaller scale to form open and dynamic microsystems, which are microprocessors. These microsystems have their own emergent properties, which are microsystem-specific functions. Microsystems further bond with other microsystems to form mesosystems, which bond with other mesosystems to form macrosystems, which bond with other macrosystems in increasingly more stable and larger scale systemic processes, typically called structures. With increasing stability, higher systemic processes have a top-down influence on the systems that comprise them, as the lower systemic processes have bottom-up influence on the systemic processes they comprise through their feedback loops. From this basis, one understands the cosmos to be a vast and ever-evolving complex of fundamentally interdependent processes. Thus, the typical distinctions made between phenomena are perceptual and analytic, whereas the cosmos is intrinsically unified, that is, the integration of neutral monism and the complexity paradigm. Thus, the psyche is a macro-systemic process composed of mesosystemic processes, each with their own functions, which form feedback loops with other processes to produce experiences. From this primary ontological assumption and from the empirical data that is the basis of complexity ontology, complexity from this primary ontological assumption from the empirical data that is the basis of complexity ontology. Complexity ontology assumes that psychological states and structures, such as states and structures of consciousness, although considered distinct categories of experience, structures of consciousness are not, as their name suggests, a static phenomenon. Because if one understands the psyche to be the totality of one's experience, not even persistent experiences are identical with each repetition. One cannot draw two identical circles, nor breathe two identical breaths, nor take two identical steps, nor even think two identical thoughts. As with each repetition, the meaning is different. As with each repetition, the meaning is different due to the changes that occur within the system with each experience. What is classically meant by psychological structures are rather psychological functions. Functions like abilities rather than identities are static in the sense that they can be used repeatedly. 
consciously or unconsciously, like learns abilities. And secondly, they are dynamic because they are developed through repeated usage, like learned skills are developed through practice. Following from the view that the psyche, that is, the totality of experience, is functional, that is, like I said, like abilities, similarly identities, including being, are functions. Thus, with the self being conceived of as a function, it is not fixed, nor is it an absolute boundary for behavior. Identity as a self-concept is viewed as a selective habit that is actively maintained in comparison to being intrinsic or external. Thus, with the self being conceived of as a function, it is not fixed, nor is it an absolute boundary for behavior. Identity as a self-concept is viewed as a selective habit that is actively maintained in comparison to being intrinsic or essential. It is just another psychological function. In relation to the primary ontological assumptions, the notion of the functional psyche there in the functioning identity, no systemic process within the psyche is considered superior or even more fundamental than any other. This non-essentialism means that there is no limits to experience and further no limitations to psychological development. Like the cosmos, the psyche is a vast and ever-evolving complex of fundamentally interdependent processes. Thus, the typical distinctions made between phenomena are perceptual and analytic, whereas the psyche, like the cosmos, is intrinsically unified. Complexity ontology defines psychology as the scientific study of the qualitative processes that compose somatic, affective, cognitive, consciousness-related, subjective, existential, potential and behavioral experiences in terms of their physiology, morphology, and developmentally. In the context of complexity ontology, qualitative processes are qualia, which are a combination of sensation, intuition, and cognition that produce the perception of the redness of a red apple in comparison to the physical process that produces the frequency of light waves that correlates to the color red and the biochemical process of chromogenesis that produces the red pigment in the apple or the biological process of the stimulation of the retina and the functions of the occipital nerve. In classical terms, qualia are the products of the yogicinata or the Gnostic Gnosis, which define the differences among seeing this page of text, looking at this page of text, reading this page of text, understanding it, and learning and thus growing from it. Complexity ontology presents the human psyche as a set of horizontally and Complexity ontology presents the human psyche as a set of horizontally and vertically interconnected processes which form nested networks of systemic processes 
that mature through linear and nonlinear growth processes along a stage-wise progression forming a growth hierarchy modes of functionality. Each process is described in terms of its mode of functionality, range of functionality, structural specificity, and structural system. Mode of functionality describes the perspectival complexity of the experiences of each process in terms of how it utilizes modes of growth. The modes of growth of a holotropic mode, that is, growing towards wholeness, the mirotropic mode, that is, growing towards limitation, pathotropic mode, that is, growing towards stagnation and subsequently pathology, homeotropic mode, that is, growing towards stability, and the omnitropic mode, that is, growing towards greater integration across, through, and beyond all the previous modes of growth. The following table depicts the increase in complexity of perspectives seen across psychological development, beginning with the foundational mode of functionality, which utilizes the prototypic mode of growth that exists prior to and guides the individuation process that results in the emergence of self-consciousness or awareness as distinct from but of the same substance as consciousness or spirit. For Table 1, Modes of Functionality, please refer to pages 24, 25, and 26 of Dissecting the Infinite Ontology. Ranges of Functionality Ranges of Functionality Ranges of Functionality describe the area encompassed by a psychological process. The table below shows an increasing order the table below shows an increasing order from the proto-functional prior to any differentiation into a range of functionality to the ultimate functional, which encompasses what seems to be the complete psyche. The first range, which is the unifunctional, involves isolated processes, which can be defined as having a single point of effect or the smallest unit of functionality as evidenced by the basic presence of a peripheral sensation, like the sense of touch in the fingertip. The final range, which is the ultimate functional, involves an extreme form of the all-inclusive process, which is ultimate-inclusive. For example, the sensations involved in physically embracing someone involves multiple areas of contact and differences in pressure among them and the changes in bodily temperature and the felt sense of emotional changes and changes in awareness. Ranges of functionality show that psychological processes exist on a spectrum of qualitative expression which varies each expression in terms of their area of effect depending on the complexity and simplicity of the process. Psychological processes considered as waves can be viewed as expanding through different ranges to exclude or include more of the psyche. Table 2, ranges of functionality, can be found at 20. Table 2, ranges of functionality, can be found from pages 28 to 
page 32 in the book, dissecting the Structural specificity. Structural specificity describes the nature of the psychological process in terms of the degree of expression, that is, complexity, and degree of connection, and degree of connection, that is, simplicity, it has within psyche. In the following table, structural specificity is shown to encompass the diffuse specificity, which is a proto-expressive, proto-connective process, which exists as the beginning of a growth hierarchy that charts increases in complexity and simplicity up to the ultimate specificity of ultimate complexity and ultimate simplicity. With growth in degree of expression and degree of connection, the range of diversity encompassed by a psychological process increases and its functionality becomes broader. Table 3, Structural Specificity, can be found on page 34 to 35 in the book Dissecting the Infinite Ontology. Structural Locality Structural Locality Structural locality or localization describes how each psychological process is contextualized within the psyche. Psychological contexts define points of origination of processes. These contexts are the somatic context, affective context, subjective context, intuitive context, cognitive context, the context of consciousness the context of potentials and the behavioral context. Each context is organized in a growth hierarchy of increasing complexity and simplicity from the yacto-systemic level up to the ultimate systemic scale, which includes all psychological systems and their processes in their totality. The first structural locality is proto-local, which is described as a psychological process prior to its differentiation and thus its emergence into and out of a potential state, into and out of an actual locality. Structural locality culminates in the ultimate local, which is the origination of a process from the entire psyche. The following table illustrates how the structural locality of psychological processes span a spectrum of complex forms of emergence from and into the psyche. Table 4, Structural Localities, can be found on page 37 to page 38 in the book Dissecting the Infinite Ontology included in this audio.